Hello, and welcome to Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name. Hop on into the uh, camper van, and we'll uh, make some heroes on the fly. Uh, we've got all the right ingredients. We have uh, a name generator. We have three very creative minds, including myself, Demon Knight here. Uh, and we're going to, I was going to say drive on down, but you don't really drive camper vans and make stuff at the same time. Uh, not in this country. They, they seem to in America, but they have like very flat and very long roads. That's not a camper van. Well, it's like an RV kind of deal. I, I don't know. I don't it's know how It's been do a while it. since a travel analogy has derailed us this much. Joining me on this travel analogy, we have, as always, Jade Sarson and Josh Randall, my very, very good comics friends. Hello, guys. Uh, I'd say join me on this road trip, but we're not moving. That's that's the law. We got to abide by that. Um, don't be in the back of your camp- camper van when it's on the move. Seatbelts. Now, fuck that. Break the law. Drive where you want. It seems like we're creating a villain today if you're going <laughs> to be in that kind of mood. Jeez. A very minor villain, though. Like, hey, kid, don't buckle up your seatbelt. And also, litter just a little bit. Not not Nothing too big, but like, you know... The, the rappers from a chubba chuck just throw that on the floor. Whoa, that's the, no, that's bad. Don't do that. That's that's the level of villainy you're talking about. Don't edit it so it seems like I condoned that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you keep saying the word not and condone so separately, I can just edit it so, like, I can just delete that really easy. Uh, so you, you've dug yourself a little villain pit there. Um, but how are we all feeling? I know it's been a little hot recently. I don't know if you heard. Oh, we're going for a weather analogy as well. Cool. That's 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 fun. Yeah, Double whammy. You know, I'm I'm taking the easy street uh, for podcasting this week. It's Another it's been. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that again in just the most boring way possible. It's been very hot. I've been very tired. So I'm gonna say something very straight and very non comedic or interesting or engaging and uh, yes it's been it's been very warm um how have you been enjoying that heat have you survived it how have you survived it i've been surviving very well i've been reading i've been reading comics Thank would you God. like to know which comics Someone. i've been reading you've been taking your mind off it with uh the the medium the art form that we all love and base our entire show around comics josh what have you been reading for inspiration now what i've been reading this week yeah, ha- I don't think read something, right? You're not pulling a Dean, are you? No, I'm not. Well, actually, yeah. Do you know what? I saw someone on the street earlier, and I really like that jacket. <laughs> so I'd like to recommend the person on the street's jacket. Um, <laughs> I'll I'll allow it if it's comics <laughs> themed. No, if it, no is it's it not one of those themed. like Marvel ones? It was it no, an Ahagal jacket? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Um, no I, okay, not not to dunk in our audience, but if you own like an Ahagal form of clothing uh you could do us all a favor and put that in the bin please sorry josh i interrupted please continue we're not going to put this book in the bin i only say it feels like cheating is okay. because it's a second volume of something we've recommended before oh okay but i, I feel as though that. it's different enough in the way it's been done hmm. so stick with me because i'm going to be talking about okay. the adventure zone murder on the rockport limited Ooh. Ooh. okay Okay, we're doing a little podcast connection. Yeah, I mean we've we've done it before. Um, yeah. So this mm-hmm. is based off the Adventure Zone, which is a podcast by the McElroy family: uh, Clint, Griffin, Justin, and Travis. Um, this is a adaptation of their podcast. Uh, it's adapted by uh, Clint and also uh, Carrie Peach, who does the art, which is also very mm-hmm. good. Um, the reason I'm recommending it though is because the nature of the Adventure Zone is that it's a Basically, a family who are playing D&D. Hmm. In the first volume, they are taking part of a campaign from an existing D&D session. Yeah. And in doing that, when the, now that they've done a graphic novel adaptation, they've kind of had to subtly tiptoe around very specific beats because they're technically copywritten. Mm-hmm. You mean like certain creatures and like items and things? Yeah, so like, um, yeah, certain creatures... Uh, names of places so they've kind of had to reading the first volume i felt it was very it kind of had odd pacing in places because of that type of stuff if Mm. you catch me drift Mm -hmm. however murder on the rockport limited is like the first volume where they haven't had been they haven't been hunkered down by existing stuff and it's kind of and it they feel a lot freer in this now Mm. right um 
Yeah. I feel like that's very reflective of the podcast itself. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, to almost like how the podcast felt as though the first arc was them trying to find their feet. The graphic novel potentially feels the same way. Now they know yeah. how everything can kind of work together with, like, this is obviously now their... I'm not sure if they did... Because they've recently done some Marvel stuff, and I'm not sure where that came between them doing Rockport and what. what. Oh, okay. So you can almost tell now that they know how... Obviously, Carrie has done stuff before. Hmm. Yeah. But the Mackleboys, now you can kind of see that they're kind of getting in the flow of it and stuff. And it just feels a lot more free. It's a lot more fun. They're kind of playing around with the medium a bit more. Um, mm. And yeah, it's really good. I didn't talk about the plot at all. It's a, it's a mystery this time. It's really fun. They're on a train. Oh, I, ha- I had a question about the plot, though. Mm-hmm. I, I heard that they rewrote the ending to better reflect kind of where the story was going. Thank you, Jade. That's another great point. Is yes, um, obviously now that they have, because this arc of the podcast is all finished, and now that they're kind of adapting it, they have the ability to now kind of go back and kind of pepper it with a bit more kind of foreshadowing or kind of nice. It's going to really help build up character arcs and relationships further on. Mm. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so it's actually a rewarding experience. So even if you've read it, I mean, even if you've listened to it. Now yeah. you've read it, and it's, it almost feels like a different experience in places. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Carrie's art's really bouncy, and it's really good. Nice. Excellent. Um, I, I'm sure many of our listeners are already uh, neck deep into that, but the, those remaining few, get get on that. And also, listen to The Adventure Zone, because it's a very good podcast, and the uh, the McElroy's continue to be uh, an inspiration for the three of us in terms of our own uh, podcast thing. You know what I heard, Dean? I heard you read a comic. Or rather, I didn't hear it. I I begged you to. I begged. (laughs) Jade begged me to read a comic, uh, everyone, and... And I feel like it was a monkey's paw situation. Well, no, Jade, like, I want to save this till last. Like, dramatic structure dictates that I save my big surprise until last. So, I'm going to pass the baton back to you, Jade. No, you are going to recommend a comic, Dean. It's your big. It's a big surprise that you read like Marmaduke or something. You opened up the Sun newspaper and you read that 3D football comic they do or something. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> All right, fine. Folk narrative structure. Um. So yeah, okay. I I read a comic. I do read comics. I'm a comics person. Um. I do a comics podcast. Um. So this week, I've uh I picked up something we've held in a glass cabinet for a while, Jade and I. <laughs> That says, in case of emergency, <laughs> in case every other comic has been disintegrated in your home, break glass. And then add I this bro- to the pile of disintegration. <laughs> I broke that glass today, and I revealed uh, something that we had since uh, May Expo. It's the Pirates of the Caribbean <gasps> Dead Man's Chest manga. This feels like a, uh, this feels like a cop-out. I'd almost wish that you'd recommended another actor. I can go back and look through, like... Marvel villains again. I can see what DC are doing, uh, but no, that'd be for ne- next time. For this time, I read Pir- the Pirates of the Caribbean manga published by Tokyo Pop by uh, Mikio Tachibana, and oh boy, it's exactly what you think it is. Uh, no, it's... I can guarantee you, it's worse. <sighs> well, um, do I need to introduce the uh, the story of Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Man's Chest? Uh, Everyone's notori- after a chest. They're all pirates. There you go. Jack Sparrow, William Turner, Elizabeth Swan slash Turner. Uh, they're all here. All your best friends. How could uh, you not and- even mention my boy? I'm leaving. And Jack Norrington, disgraced pirate. Oh my god, his name is James Norrington. Respect him. Uh, well, I respect him, but this manga is uh, a treasure. Much like a pirate might acquire. Um, it's... It's pretty much uh, the 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 story just played dead straight. Of course, it's been peppered with your your manga style uh, expressions. In that everyone your... has the same face. That's the thing. Um, this comic sort of reminds me at how poorly some manga artists, at least back when this was published, which was uh, oh oh whoa. Okay, I'm surprised now. This was published in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. That, come on. That's not true. That's, in, 
I'm pretty sure they only printed three copies. And, like, I have Dead Man's Chest. Um, oh, I think Talbot has um, At World's End. Oh, who, who's that? Um, fuck, I've forgotten their full name. But uh, a friend I made at MCM, another artist, um, they've, they've got At World's End. And we couldn't, for the life of us, find um, the first one. Well, Curse, Curse of the, the Black, Black Pearl, you actually have to try and track down with a pirate crew to get. Yeah, exactly. That's the <laughs> you real have to, treasure. Mm. You have to get your compass and, like, you know, how it points to the thing you desire most. That's uh, the I'm, real I'm, one piece. I'm getting uh, distracted, and I read the back, and apparently you can get uh, Disney manga for Tangled. You can get Disney manga for uh, the Aristocats. Oh. That sounds delightful. <laughs> uh, Pixar's Finding Nemo comes in manga form. I feel like we've you've just given yourself recommendations for, like, the next, like, year of episodes. <laughs> Yes, strap in, strap in, listeners. Uh, we're going to places, and I got a confirmation that the first printing of this was December twenty seventeen. Um, Good Lord! Wow, Tokyo Pop. I thought Jews was dead. I thought Jew was was as dead as Davy Jones. We, we we all wish they were, and then they came back, and that's the thing they give us. I don't know what I expected. Listen, I know, I know it's a harsh corporate ward out there, but um, Tokyo Pop, you could have done a little bit better than that. Um, okay, I will, I will say like the some. David Jones looks pretty cool. Um, Does and that's about he? a little, a, a little bit. He Does looks he like um, he looks like a like a little bit more bouncy, a little bit more well cartoony. Um, but you know, it, it's 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 a, uh, a a light in a very dark cave of this manga. And for some reason, uh, Elizabeth has like uh, uh, heiress hair as well, like the the big two like uh, curtain peaks. Uh, Will Turner looks like a musketeer. Um, I mean, he was this... in that musketeer movie. Oh, the... was he? I'm pretty sure there was. was he was. I doubt. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just it just goes to show how hard drawing facial hair in a manga style can be at times. Um, because is there well... anything on the league of sexy Watto? Uh, yes. Ooh. Yes. Jade. The the shark man. Oh, the the hammerhead. Who doesn't look like a hammerhead because they don't know how to draw sharks. So they drew the only version that they could clearly get a reference of, which was like a shark from the side. Oh, no. It's really bad. And the teeth are I, massive. I just found that page. There you go. And they look, they look like a horrific street shark and somehow bootstrap Bill. Yep. Uh, yep. We're posting to, like, that, that page. That's the one we're posting. Um, I'm bookmarking that immediately. And What's yeah, worse, um, that shark man or sexy water? Oh, I... I have a fondness for sexy water, um, but this shark man stirs no feelings in me. Um, so yeah, uh, all I can say is if you see these gems at, at any uh, comic convention, or if you see one in your local bookstore, uh, take a picture, tag us on Twitter, <laughs> tag us on Twitter at bbr underscore podcast because we need to really build up our stores. Like I smashed our like glass cabinet now, so I need something to replace that when the glazes come in. Okay. Uh, so Jade, Jade, what what have you been reading? I feel like I've talked about this monstrosity for a little bit. Yeah, a little, a little while. Um, you did mention sexy, and you did mention stirring feelings. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did mention you, Watto. You did well. This isn't about Watto, and you did also, on a technicality, recommend a comic. So I did. it falls on me to actually uh, be a bit naughty this week. <sighs> Jade's copping out. No, Jade's no, copping out. Hey, listen, listen. I am recommending a comic, but it's a comic I'm in. Is that oh, allowed? Oh, Jade. Is that uh, Well, I I mean, I've recommended your stuff before, but then, like, that's one host to another. Um, you're sort of, you know, pre- performing some sort of feedback loop on yourself. Um, yes. So we'll see how it goes. And if you, if you sort of, like, um, I don't know, like, go deaf or, like, melt during the process, <laughs> we'll, we'll know. Yikes. At least. Okay, but well, I don't think let's that's going to go. Ha- calm down. Um, all I was going to do was recommend other people's work in an anthology that I'm in. Oh, I know what this is, but I'm going to feign uh I'm, I'm sure feign Josh surprise. has what guessed by now as well. It's called Come Together. Yeah, I, I kick-started it at lunch today. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind Spoilers. of why I'm mentioning it, because we are kick-starting it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we need support. Um, because there are a lot of um, indie creators uh, who are in this. There's uh, 13 stories in this one. Um, and, you know, lots of us want to make 
adorable sexy comics but there aren't many publishers willing to publish that content so we did it ourselves mm. um so come together focus on the coming is a european erotic comics anthology and it's got 13 stories by different artists all around the theme of reunion um so it's got childhood friends old lovers, long-distance partners. My 16-page story is about two rival fashion designers who only see each other at the yearly fashion awards, and I pretty much lent into, like, sports rival tropes for everything. Mm-hmm. But, mm. you know, and then took the step that most sports anime don't want to uh, take. You know, I leaned into the rivalry thing. Um, so they decide to, like, duke it out in the bedroom. It's pretty hot. They bang it out. They bang it out, yeah. Please please consider backing this on Kickstarter because it's going to be up for the rest of this month. Aside from your uh, talented self, who else is in the in the comic, Jade? Well, it's edited by Tab Kimpton and Alex Assam. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also... Alex, who we've uh, uh, recommended before on the show with yep, uh, Shade, Shade Runners. Runners. Yep. Uh, Tab's also done like seven successful Kickstarters. I didn't realize for like a whole bunch of comics. Um, he, what a stud! Yeah, he he does one called um, Sir Butler and Boy, which is very very kinky. Um, yeah, who else is there? There's uh, Harry Connor, uh, Shazlin Khan, um, Ariel Vittori. Um, gosh, there's loads. Like they're all amazing. I've met quite a few like new people who i'd never worked with before and they're all super talented i've been able to see all their work behind the scenes as we've been like sharing like sketches and inks and stuff and it's it's all kind of fed into each other's work just kind of what was it uh one of one of the artists charu said um i really liked sharing our work with each other because it was almost like we created our own rivalries like gotta make this sexy (laughs) excellent um so i guess people can search kickstarter just search come together yeah obviously post the um twitter link to come together and to tab and whatnot so you'll be able to find it on our Twitter uh, on Wednesday. Absolutely. Um, but yes, please back that. Uh, pay our host. <laughs> that, that's all I got to say about that. Pay our host. Pay them, please. Ooh, but we got to earn that pay first, yes. uh, my my dudes. So we should make a superhero. We should. Uh, Josh, Josh, you want to make a superhero? Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for Will a superhero. Would that be okay with you? Hmm. Quite. Excellent. So, uh, Josh, when you were a kid, what what were your mu- music tastes like? What did you like to listen to? Like what age? Uh, sort of like maybe sort of preteen, so like 10, 11, 12, when you're sort of realizing that music is actually something that entertains you. Oh, okay. Um, I think like between like 10 and 13, it was, yeah, it was very varied. So I remember buying Backstreet Boys Millennium on cassette. Oh, Jesus. I got hit <laughs> physically with that. Um, but I think I also started getting into Muse and like Queens of the Stone mm-hmm. Age. Oh, I think in the space of Even- three years, I went from Backstreet Boys to Ramstein, which is <laughs> uh, tumultuous. Um, you didn't fall into my trap. <laughs> and so for that, I congratulate you. And of course, you have impeccable taste. And I always had since a very young age. Mm. Uh, y- you... You didn't fall into my trap because I think a lot of people from our generation, when they were young, uh, especially especially males, uh, because they're the worst, um, like to listen to a lot of rap. Oh, you know, no, I, I was one of the guys who had ninety eight percent of people listen to rap. Copy this into your signature if you're the two percent who listen to rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you were part of that army, way. Yeah, I was. Yeah. And still am proudly, um, but yeah. So is this our, is this our rapper name generator? Is that what we're going for? Um, so yeah, okay. Let me let me just put a fast forward on what I was going to say. A lot of young people today, pop and rap, are pretty much the same thing. So how about we uh, delve into what rap names mean and play normal speed? Come up with a superhero name based on your rap name. Um, so this isn't a generator. It's not an image macro. I'm doing something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. It's based on what we've done. Um, so this tweet from at Matthew Whitlock PM. Cheers, Matt. 
states that your rap name is the word young plus the last thing you spent money on. So, mm. Josh, what was the last thing you spent money on? Be honest. We'll know. <laughs> um, we will know. Dean's got your fucking bank statement up in front of him. <laughs> I just want to see if he says what I what I see here. You know, I just well, want I mean, to make sure match. The last thing I bought was kickstarting a uh, erotics comics anthology. <laughs> but young smut. <laughs> young young smut. I like young smut. Or um, young erotica, but that. That yeah. could be read wrong, I've just realised. Oh, yeah. Isn't that Janelle Monet's like stage name? Nope. Young Rot. Oh what? no. Yeah, there you We're go. Co- okay. Uh so Jay, I th- I think I know the answer to this, but what what was the last thing you spent money on? Uh Young Mouse, because my computer mouse broke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> young Young Mouse sounds um Young Mouse sounds like it has potential. It sounds a like very a very wholesome um, little hero. Mm. Yeah, it sounds like one of those um, almost like sort of Bronze Age heroes that got like six issues and it was based around like a fashion in the 70s but kind of piddled out after like six issues. I don't know. It's like a Five All Goes West type thing, you know, very mm. wholesome <laughs> Don Bluth animated type story. Uh, and now the last thing Dean spent money on was a, a Wi Fi dongle. Um, young dongle. Young, young dongle. Young dongle. Oh. <laughs> uh, so these are very street. These are very um uh gangster, gangster. Wait, gangster, gangsto names. Um, what what are we liking? I kind of like young smut. I don't um, stop mentioning but that. <laughs> but we can't use that because the emblem implement Applications. Yes. Um, young young mouse. Although I listen. think young dongle also has the same connotations. Yeah. Oh. Young mouse. It is excellent. Yep. Wonderful. It's it's young mouse because we we have a sense of moral ethics here at BBRP. So young mouse first. I've read a comic about pirates. First shots off the port bow. Who 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 has any ideas to, to start? Young Mouse. Anyone? Well, I merely just come into like ideas of like the borrowers and like red wall type stuff. Like using a little little push pin as a sword. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Like the little some mouse god ass thing. Mm. So, oh, oh, it's. I guess the first question is like, what elements of mouse are we using for Young Mouse? Like, are they small? Have Are we, they like? Have we done like? I'm just racking my brain. Have we done a hero that transforms into an animal? We haven't done an animal. We I had don't think. Jaguar Undie was possessed by the spirit of, of an animal. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, we had. We've had a few animal-based heroes, but I don't think we've done like a full transformation thing. I just feel like maybe this would be the first good opportunity to do it. Maybe. Um. So I guess. How how fast do you want them changing? Because if they could like shrink and expand, like it's like some kind of like Ant Man kind. Yeah, but, like if Ant Man turned into an actual ant, which would hmm. be gross. But this is a cute little mouse. Yeah, exactly. So it's nicer. I'm scared. This is what? a little bit of a blast from the past. Why were you we scared can have, like, of? Well, I'm scared of making like an infiltration hero. You know, which they're they're good, but you know they're they're very situational. They're not very action-packed heroes, are they? You can't have a big crescendo gunfight and still keep that hero interesting if their powers are based around entering a place, but not necessarily around fighting. I, I like, I no, like fighting no, I, I would argue differently. Uh, I recall uh, the famous animal fight in Sword and Stone. Mm. Yeah, oh, where, okay. where like it was more about using the animals um, uh, tactically... Not necessarily for just like hiding as a mouse, like um, uh, Merlin transformed into the mouse to particularly scare Mim when she was an elephant. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, yeah, it, the obvious go-to is shrinking down and you know running through sewers and all that. But you know, a good hero thinks about how they can use their powers more cleverly. I guess like m- mice have like strong jaws as well, so they they can chew through bits oh, yeah. and pieces like. They could chew through like fucking walls and wood mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I guess wires in this okay. digital age. What what's up? Let's what's up, Josh? flip it and reverse it. 
Let's have a mouse who can turn into a human. Okay. <laughs> of course, Jade's on that like a fucking. A you know mouse why I like cheese. this? You know why I like this? Let's. Um, I'm just gonna touch wood, cross my fingers, and hope this hasn't jinxed this episode to doom because we tried to do this once before. Do you remember the last episode? Which last episode? Uh, what? With um... the what? The dog. Oh, what? A rev- the reverse vampire dog. No, the reverse werewolf dog. That's it. Shit. Oh, yeah. So let's try it again. But because it's not a dog, we should be okay. Just spin around three times, touch the floor, and throw some salt oil over your shoulder because we're going into it. Mm. Audacity. I swear to fucking Christ. If you crash, if you shut down, if you start recording for any reason, I'm going to. I'm going to get okay. a new setup and record on my iPad. No, I guess. no stop just in let's case do time does actually happen. Okay. Um, so it's a mouse that, through some kind of mm-hmm. bizarre means, has now been able to turn into a human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, that's all I've got at the moment. Okay. Well, all right. All right. I'll give you. Um, how about it's a very pure little little mouse kid who just keeps like losing their home. Um, because that's something I've seen happen a lot to like wild mice, field mice, that sort mm. of thing. Um, you know, they, they hang out like, I've seen cute pictures of like mice hanging out and just chilling in flowers and long grass and things. And then, mm. you know, those areas are decimated and it's like, shit, okay, got to move on. So maybe this mouse just, you know, prayed to whatever they, they think to pray to the stars perhaps. Um, oh. and they, they've <laughs> seen these kids come into like the playground that they've made their home for now and they're just like oh they have a home to go home to and it's not it's not going to get demolished it's not going to get wrecked they've got parents protecting them i'm all on my own oh jeez jay jay they've become a real boy like pinocchio what if maybe that's what they're fighting against maybe maybe like their main enemy is like gentrification and Mm. like industrial expansion Mm -hmm. so like they see all these kids going to like their rural ass homes but then mm. it's like, I know like the village that I used to grow up in, that's about to turn into something that's 20 times the size of it. And it's going to have like 10 schools and like three cinemas and stuff. Mm. Oh, and it's all, okay, all going to okay. be fields that get taken out. So could that be like they've almost become a superhero to kind of stop that kind of stuff? So we're still, I'm sorry, Dean, but it might, it's still going to be kind of it, um, infiltration, but it's going to be more industrial sabotage. Okay, I, can get, I can get behind that. Not just that. When they become a child for the first time, they're like, great, I'm going to infiltrate a house and just become part of a family and, and stay in that house forever. And then they see, oh, it's not just mice that are getting kicked out of their homes. These people are getting kicked out as well. Mm. It's complex. We've added complexity to this story because it's sort of like it's got an ecological angle, but also people be people have to live somewhere. You know, their villages are getting knocked down. Uh, the, the houses, uh, the, the habitat for... Mice is getting wrecked as well. Like it's it's just there's there's nowhere to hide from these corporate bulldozers. Mm. But it's also the idea of uh, I like the idea of this hero at first being like, "Cool, I'm a child. Okay, I'll I'll be <laughs> selfish and just protect myself, mm. like chill out with a fam or something." Um, and then they have that moment of realization, like, "No, uh, other families aren't safe either. It doesn't matter if I've like punched up, you know." further up the, the food chain as it were um all these tiers of creatures you know are are in danger and so have to punch even further up yes okay. gotta get I'll, to the top i like this they gotta they gotta they gotta mice their way to the top stop these wrecking balls bulldozers they gotta stop fucking odian from building three cinemas in their village even though the village can't takes it what they need to do is fight the big cheese <laughs> ding dong there it is excellent you even get, though you I'm get your gold star isn't isn't cheese like not actually that good for mice i can't remember well that makes them even better as the villain then <laughs> <laughs> i could not if that was one of those you know don't feed ducks bread type things yeah yeah mm. it probably is i mean cheese is just fat yeah, it just makes them sleep they like peanut butter more i think well, but, but enough about exterminator, the diet of mice um so we, we have, uh, I guess, uh, a trajectory for this story mm-hmm. now. Uh, we have a beginning, and we have what will launch into a middle, uh, which is very good. But um, they are young. They are a mouse. Um, what are their superhero abilities, I guess? Like, how do they fight crime? I, aside from, like, sneaking in and 
nipping at the bud, but like, what does that even look like for a, a mouse? This can this mouse fight? Can they? I Have guess they only, as a, only as a human. Not necessarily. Hmm. A mouse could like run up your leg and bite you. Okay, but that doesn't stop a criminal. Doesn't it? Biting no. in pressure points. Well, oh, okay, so like. You, got to use, <laughs> you know, this podcast is about using your imagination, right? I read a, a fan work of art. <laughs> My imagination's a little bit shot. Okay. Um, okay, so maybe we can work. I kind of like this pressure point thing. It, it, it's a way to use the shrinking ability of the mouse uh, a little bit more effectively. Yeah, so, I mean, there's that. There's um, Ratatouille Springs to Mind where... Sorry, I'm making <laughs> a lot of Disney references this episode. Um, watch out, watch out for the mouse. Like... <laughs> oh, shit, the mouse! <laughs> oh. Right, this podcast is now owned <laughs> and operated by Disney. No this gay content, that's it. I've so there's gay mouse. Um, oh, yes. no! <laughs> Um, I was going to say, um, there's the whole, like, little rat feet tickling type thing. You know, like a little hmm. mouse running lo- all over your body. You wouldn't be able to focus on what the fuck you're doing. That's true. Um. Got to think carefully. Also, perhaps, like, um, maybe we should look up, like, mice characteristics. They've got, like, little whiskers. Do they use them uh, in certain ways? You, you're going to get drawn into looking at mice pictures and we're not going to get anything done. That's very true. But here I go anyway. You're gonna see that like little picture of like the the mouse sleeping oh, inside a flower. So yeah, there you go. You're you're already there. But what? Seeds. What if this mouse, right, being so close to nature, had um maybe they had just like a little bit more knowledge of like natural natural energy and how that flows between like through living things, and that's how they can do like pressure point kung fu stuff. Not kung fu, but like pressure point <laughs> manipulation. What about something like that? Oh, uh, I've you... just seen a picture of like three mice with their tails all entwined. Oh, that's that's the door. <gasps> but isn't that useful? You... Maybe tail mm. tail activities, perhaps. I mean, maybe. Um, can they hold a gun in their tail? Oh God, Dean! <laughs> <laughs> that's more of a rat thing. No, that's more of a rat thing, isn't it? Um, how how does his mouse fight? I want to know. I've given you a few um, options. Maybe they can bite. Maybe they can. I maybe they can like ma- manipulate how a person moves ratatouille style. Oh Let's, god! No, 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 we we carefully lift it. Mm-hmm. You know, like like how one carefully lifts the uh, the laminate off uh, a, a driving license. We shall carefully lift this idea and plant it on our own in a creative way. Okay. For so- example. They will use the whole acupuncture thing. Using their tail, they will Boom. kind of pinprick a direct point that kind of makes kind of like the Spock karate chop kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But then allows them to control them, not using their hair because of the mouse. That's that's copyright, TM. But there's got to be some kind of odd thing to do with the scalp, I guess. <laughs> like, no, like, it all comes down to the head in the end because when, like you can't just control them from their neck. I would say like um maybe maybe young mouse here can only control like single limbs at a time. You know, hey, ratatouille, Remy's like a big old rat. You know, he's 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 got that book. Little mouse, little mouse can only do like one thing at a time. So maybe they uh, they run up the leg, they like jab the leg with like on the the pressure points, and maybe they just grab some like leg hair and start like shoving it around. But they can only control that one leg. We've got to limit it. Okay. No, no, no. I, I like that. I like that. Uh, Jay, you liking that suggestion? Mm-hmm. Um, I somehow forgot that the original reason we named this character was after a computer mouse. So I just like to throw in that this kid has a scene where they're they're revealed to be a whiz at computers. And one of their fellow kids is like, how are you doing that? And they're like, I'm a mouse. Well, there you go. Um, ca- that that joke perplexes me. <laughs> are you okay, Dean? <laughs> Did pirates break your brain? That No, that, that joke kind of broke my brain. Imagine, <laughs> imagine if you, you heard someone singing really good and they were excellent at singing and you turn around and you're like, mate, you're so good at singing. And then... They locked eyes with you and just said, I'm a guitar. 
that's but that's I mean, what you're but I mean, you're not you're not talking to a guitar. I mean, they're talk, they are talking to a mouse. Yeah. If you were to see a guitar playing itself, and you're like, "Wow, that sounds really cool," and the guitar just—I mean, first off, the guitar speaking is bizarre. Uh-huh. But if it was to somehow play its strings and say, "Yeah, I'm a guitar," that would be odd. It's I, funny. It's <laughs> funny you two mentioned um, uh, singing as an analogy because I've just found an article about a particular breed of mouse that sings. Excuse me. Uh, Alston's singing mouse. Okay, uh-huh. so this mouse is conducting. Bodies. You oh, excellent! Oh, there we go. There it is. Um, where where do these mouse mice live, Jade? Uh, central high in the mountains of Central America. Ooh, difficult okay. place for a comic about building houses on mountains. No, unless we unless we did. You can you can have that. Um, they they can be someone who sort of travels down into well, the, actually no, the hold cities. on. It doesn't even matter because they've been forced out of their house, so they can be from the big mountains. Doesn't mean they li- they live there now. Easy, you can we can work out that problem, <laughs> no issue. Um, so they conduct the people with the pressure points, but they also can sing. Yeah, because um, that's just. So a- I've got to the part of the article that explains how it works. Um, the mice produce arias of loud chirps that can last as long as sixteen seconds. And each mouse produces its own distinctive song. Uh, a doctor said, "This is their barcode that says this is me." <laughs> this is this. By the way, I should credit this article. Um, it's from uh, oh, fairly recently, um, the New York Times. Um, an article by Carl Zimmer. Oh. There you go. Cheers, Zimmer. Uh, you inspired our superhero for the week. That's cute. That's really cute. Yeah. A little chirpy mouse. Um, I guess you know maybe their song. I know comics are a visual medium, but you know maybe we can portray their song as getting sadder and sadder. Uh, the yeah, fervor. they start off the comic really cheerful. They they chirp away in their field in their little flower house. This is me. This is my home. And they and then, they have a lot of responses from fellow mice who are like, "Oh, what's up? This is me. I'm, That's you. This I, is me." I'm getting genuine sadness thinking about where this and comic's then going. The chirps, now. the chirps grow quieter and quieter, and less chirps. This is still me. And also, isn't isn't it an interesting thing that their song is all about? This is me, and they also keep on changing into a human. Yeah, so it's an identity crisis as well. And that's how the other mice—that's how the other mice find out the identity of this kid. Oh, because they maybe the kid sings the same song, and they're like, "Wait a minute, that's Young Mouse's song. Is that you?" And you got like a Pom Poco thing going on now. (laughs) Nice. Um, when they turn into a human, do they do they keep mouse based? Are they going to keep on kind of put, what, kind of like scratching their ear with their hand and stuff, kind of like a, a mouse yes. would groom They hold their yeah. hands in that little like oh, yeah. clutched formation. <laughs> little T Rex. Yeah, tight to the chest. Yes, yes. Yeah, mm. of course. And they're going to be extremely naive um, about human things. Um, they're going to, you know, try and uh, eat food with their hands and just try and like pick up like very Teeny, tiny little bites. <laughs> Also, apparently mice have ve- quite bad eyesight. So let's give them some ah. big old jam jar glasses, which can excellent, also be a fun excellent. little secret identity kind of uh, riff. Oh, a little nod, a little nod. A little nod like to that. old uh, soups. Um, the thing is that this so, one actually needs it because their eyes are terrible. So, yeah. so plot-wise... Um, hold on. Now, you, know, you know what we haven't done for a while, Jade um, and Josh? We haven't done, like, who is who are young mouse's friends? Like, can we give this give this poor mouse some friends because i'm feeling just super duper sorry for them um can we just give them and like a little ensemble please yeah sure i well the reason i mentioned the plot is um i wanted to say that perhaps they try to like bond with some family you know make their way into these houses like we said earlier Mm -hmm. but they get booted out of a few of them (laughs) um and so they have to you know, find find a real fam. Oh, it could be one of those like things where listen, uh, the fam, the family you're born with isn't necessarily your family. Ah, but they this are. Is... That's the thing. So I'm envisioning a scene where yeah. uh, our our kid has um, been booted out of a few houses, but they they they're angry at first. You know, after the first one, they're like, "Fine, I don't need you. And I don't need I don't need my old fam either. Who've ditched me? They disappeared somewhere." Mm-hmm. I'll find a new fam, and then they they bust into a new one. They get kicked out again, but that time they're like, "This is more complicated than it seems." 
And then the third time, mm. they're like, oh, that was like they saw more what was going on with like the parents and the context yeah. of like the community. And so they end up kind of on the street and they're like, oh, I can't blame them. I shouldn't have forced my, my presence on them. I was being a burden. Like they didn't ask to take care of me. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. And that's when they do the, the chirp. They're like, this is me. I'm still here. And then the mice, the mice show up in like an alleyway. You just hear some chirping off in the distance. This is me. Oh, Je- oh it's friends. We, and the, the, the mice stop. family comes back. Listen, I'm on a roll. The mice family comes back and the kid is like, oh, you're all still alive. I thought you'd abandoned me. And they're like, no, we were just looking for a new home. We found one and you can come back. And the kid is like, maybe I should. No, no. There's lots of families that need new homes. I should I should stay and help them. So oh. that's when this kid decides to fight the big cheese, the conglomerate or whatever that's taken over this city. Well, there we go. There's the middle. Um, so what we need to sort of figure out what this big cheese, what their actions actually look like in terms of like their impact on the story. So are they just kind of like bulldozing like, like forests. I'll and tell you like what they're do- building doing. They are taking uh, entire production uh, businesses uh, out of the UK or wherever they are. I'm just using the UK as an example. It's not <laughs> not realistic example or anything. Uh, and uh-huh. then just abandoning all their employees there because it's cheaper to produce elsewhere. Shit. Topical. Mm. What? Very- <laughs> no, I just made that up. <laughs> Well, listen, like maybe maybe in the UK some big political event slash disaster is happening and so like companies are like abandoning that country and they're going to say Central America to like set up uh, their distribution and production uh, services and that means like lands being cleared, people are being moved out of homes. Which, which oh, is going to be. Oh, a... okay. I was going for the angle people were losing their jobs and therefore couldn't afford to live in their homes anymore, <laughs> but you were taking oh. it more the literal demolition route. Yeah, well, like, we, we need these these companies to actually do stuff. Mm, um, okay. You know. Um, and hey, uh, some businesses kind of pull this shit where it's like, hey, we've bought this land. I know there's a slum here, but these thousands of people. Like, you need to vacate in like a week or else you're mm. going to get buried under rubble. Um, so I guess, uh, oh, I guess uh, Young Mass is going to be fighting a lot of machines, which they're going to be extremely good at. Oh, because they? they're technical. Because Getting... mm-hmm. one, they're technical. Two, they're small. They can get into like the engines or the computer systems. Uh, and three, they can um, just sneak onto these sites without any problems whatsoever. It's going to be good. It's going to be like Avatar, but cute. <laughs> now, I know Avatar tried to be cute, but seven foot blue alien with like cup saucer eyes just isn't, just don't, doesn't do it for me personally, but I know some of you filthy animals out there. I know it does it for you. Um, but for me, I want cute. I want a cute Studio Ghibli ass uh, uh, saving the day kind of story. Jade, I think when you illustrate this, it's going to have to have that ghibli edge to it. It's like it's like Pompoco, but if it didn't have a sad ending. <laughs> okay. Spoilers if you ain't seen Pompoco. I haven't it's got seen those Pompoco. Cute... What? I haven't seen You've Pompoco. You've not seen Pompoco. Josh, well, I know how you're going to be spending the rest of your day. Because um, it's, I, it's essentially like this story's Oh, I, I know about in a way. Tanuki's massive balls transforming... Um, industrialization economy etc what we've accidentally done is created pump no we've done it better i I take that statement back immediately (laughs) (laughs) as we were talking about illustrating it what kind of costume do we envision because we're gonna have to tackle a couple of things that they might be changing into human and mouse mid superhero hubbub i got you fam Mm. uh the the Transformation is magical anyway, so we'll magic away that problem. <laughs> That's the point. We didn't, even, we didn't even mention how it happened. <laughs> I I pictured the... Um, I really like uh, the... Oh, what's the word for it? Like the visual effect of McGonagall walking oh, as a cat. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then like her shadow changing into her human form. I love that. So like picture just like a mouse shadow running and then go whoosh, into a boy running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just cool. this is a boy mm-hmm. now, I guess. Yeah, 
And in terms of like clothes and nakedness, like they just have the clothes they had on the last time they were a kid. Yeah, like I don't what if it's what if it's a combo of um Beast Boy rules, so like always clothes when they transform. Mm-hmm. Good, uh, good. And Spider Verse, Peter B. Parker, I scavenged my outfit. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah, that works. Mm-hmm. Um, or not necessarily scavenged, got a new piece of clothing from every house that they uh hung out in. There you go. And maybe they have like a little flower in their hair because that's what the mice gave Perfect. them. Perfect. The mice. Well, we we, we don't we don't use the uh, the purring word around the mice. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's a point though. Uh, after the the sad 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 scene that I masterfully wrote, um, the mice <laughs> fam will support young mouse in the third. Of course, act. Oh, of course. They of they course. can maybe young mouse when they're a human builds them a little treehouse and all of the family live in there for a bit. Oh. That can be that little uh, secret cave. Can we call like a this Saint Young Mouse just for the... <laughs> <laughs> um, once again, we have both mentioned uh, illustrate illustration ideas right at the end. And uh, also, well, we're running out of time. Any last ideas before we uh, we set this mouse to bed? How do we um, beat Big one Cheese? Of the, oh, we beat Big Cheese by rallying together all of the mice and humans. And we just... Tell them that we don't want it. Take back the means of production. Yeah, they can't stop us all, <laughs> especially if there's tons of mice. Um, um, I maybe maybe like one part of the ending can also be some sort of um, mouse embezzlement, uh, <laughs> and like young mouse can just like somehow get into the financial system of Big Cheese and just steal a bunch of money and give it to the community. We're going full optimistic, Jade. You plunged us into sadness so we're going to be dragging ourselves out with a, the happiest of endings i feel like josh is trying desperately to claw his way to the surface with a small nug of an idea what is it, it the, the, the small mug nug is just a cat burglar <laughs> is, as, is that as, all you've got it's a villain trying to destroy the stability of these people's homes by stealing their stuff and young mouse isn't having any of it because they don't like cats and they don't like burglars and like the burglar is like, I'm not like a literal cat kid. And the kid's yeah. like, well, joke's on you because I'm a literal mouse. <laughs> and the burglar's like, okay, so are you well, no, stopping me now? Or? And that's how the burglar leaves because they're like, well, I've just seen a boy transform into a mouse. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clearly I'm not quite with it. I'm, I'm done there's, with this life. I, you know, like, oh, I quit. This is the wrong time to stop sniffing glue. <laughs> um, right. Uh, I'm trying to think if I had have any last ideas. Um, good. Oh, one last illustration idea. Uh, Jade, can you make this mouse look super cute as possible? Please? Absolutely. Uh, and with that, I thank you all, listeners. Thank you for uh, coming with us on this journey for a nice sort of peaceful yet emotionally heavy uh, superhero episode. Uh, thank you all. You can help us out as a podcast as a show as a collection of creative people by reviewing our podcast josh let them know how they can do that it's very simple you go to your preferred podcasting platform itunes spotify soundcloud and you leave us a review in any way that you possibly can um i'm still not sure how you do on spotify um however you do leave that review um you can we'll take whichever handle that you leave on there and then we will stick it through the butter churn that is our uh, generator process. And you'll have an entire episode dedicated to yourself. Ooh, food analogy that time. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I can get into it. We'll we'll dig in with our knife and fork. Uh, it's okay. Uh, if if we do have a generator like the one we had today, we'll personally like visit your house and like just get all the details from you. We, uh, we have a you very a, what yeah, you... big questionnaire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, we'll send you it. <laughs> Uh, you can just fill that out. Um, credit card details, uh, f- mother's maiden name, street you grew up on, school name, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Just the the basic BBRP package. Yeah. Um, and speaking of BBRP, it's BBR underscore podcast. Nearly didn't get it then. Uh, which is our Twitter. remember remember the letters of the alphabet. BBR underscore podcast, which is our Twitter, there you go. which you can also get in contact with us and. 
uh, you know, I'm willing to say if you just retweet some of our stuff, we'll we'll probably use your your handle in some kind of way. Um, yeah, we we absolutely will. Um, like whenever we fuck retweet, uh, whenever we tweet even about our recommendations on a Wednesday following the episode's release, and if you were to retweet Jade's illustration on the Monday after uh, release, um, <laughs> we'd, we might even do something then. But we need to. But I mean, you won't know any of this unless you do follow us, BBR underscore podcast. Yes, and uh, just another another shout out. Please go to Kickstarter.com and search for Come Together. And that's C O M E together, and help uh, Jade and uh, their friends with their uh, an uh, anthology zine just to get that all the way up to their goal. What's the goal again, Jade? Uh, fifteen thousand. They have to fifteen thousand if you chip in. Not only will you get like some sweet art from Jade, but also from a bunch of artists that we've recommended before, um, curated by uh, an exceptional uh, British talent, especially in the LGBT uh, community. European Just... talent, I would. Yeah. Yeah. That's the European. That's, that's the entire point of the anthology, Dean. Dean. Okay. It's in the title. Some very good EU indie comics uh, people. So please please fund that. Uh, it's going to be real good. Hashtag PayJade. Hash- can we get that going? Hashtag PayJade. I would love that. And and hashtag pay everyone else as well because they're all very talented. But, you know, we're a little bit biased here at BBRP. Um, so thank you all once again. You've been bitten by Radioactive Podcast. I am Dean. I am Dean. Dean McKnight. That was supposed to be like a mouse song thing. Okay, bye. Well, yet another joke has whizzed over my head from Dean. Uh, I'm Jade. I never get his jokes, Sarson. And I'm Josh. Um, pay jo- hashtag pay Josh Randall. Hashtag pay Josh, please. Yeah. He's so- yeah. Just, just, pay, just, pay, chip just pay me. Just pay him. Uh, and pay us a visit next uh, next time. Bye bye. Bye bye.